Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In the dog doc, director Cindy Meal also known for the documentary Buck, goes behind the scenes at Smith Ridge to capture the full drama of Dr. Marty and his colleagues' life-changing commitment to the wellness and astounding results they achieve. Filmed over a a two-and-a-half-year period, Meal's unobtrusive camera highlights the vulnerability of her subjects, canine and human, while tracking each animal's progress. The film, the documentary, is called The Dog Doc, and we're joined today by the director of The Dog Dog, and that would be Cindy Meal. Cindy, welcome back to Film School Radio. Well, thank you for having me. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. Well, thank you. Uh, again, uh, now, is was there something about Dr. Marty Goldstein that uh, attracted you beyond, I mean, he's a charismatic guy, he's, he's doing something that's out of the ordinary. Is, is, what was it about him and then just sort of moving forward with this documentary? Well, I had... I've known Marty for 28 years because when I first came to him, I had a dog that was six years old and on death's door and, and everyone had given up on her. They said there's nothing more they could do and she wasn't going to make it. I had people tell me I have not seen, it was, she was a Sharpay, I have not seen a Sharpay past six years of age. And so he just totally changed my whole opinion of health and and how to manage disease, and he just came in and totally took her off medications that had not been working and gave her supplements and some homeopathics and turned her into a puppy again. So so I, my eyes were opened um, almost 30 years ago with this concept, and, and it was it's less invasive, and it just made sense. So, so as I have continued from 28 years ago in his clinic, I... I just would see dogs all the time and their coats aren't shiny and they just don't look healthy. And I, I felt like this was a really important message to get out there. Just, just as I had felt like Buck was and his horsemanship was an important message to get out. In relation to your life continuum, you, did you know Dr. Goldstein before you met Buck? I did. Oh yes. Yes. I had, I have known him longer than Buck by far. Yeah. So did so it sounds like it had an impact not only on you personally with the with the care of your your Sharpay, but on your outlook yeah. on animals and the way we treat animals. So is that a part of that continuum of you go from Dr. Goldstein to Buck and beyond? Is that sort of, it sounds like it had a, a fairly profound impact on your life and not just the care of your, of your, um, your, of your friend. Well, I, I think it did because like I said, it's really a common sense approach to health. It's like you have a, a healthy immune system, and and so not only did did we practice this with our animals, but my whole family started living this way with this this philosophy. And and to me, that feeds into my love of animals, yeah. which I've always been, of course, very partial to horses and dogs and so I just to me it's it's all one thing it's whether you're being kind to the animal the way you handle them you know just you know physically riding a horse or anything but it's also you know how you handle them and their health and and you want your animals to feel good all the time so I think that animal lovers will especially resonate with 
this film. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit more about, dive a little more into how Dr. Marty Goldstein has pioneered this approach that uh, often the, the things that he's talking about in his clinic are often thought of as that would be for humans, for, for men, for us, and not for an animal. And so let's talk a little bit about kind of how he came to this uh, approach to um, taking care of animals. Well, I think that, that the story that he has always told is that he was really having a lot of health problems when he was younger and, and in his 20s. And so the doctors weren't offering him much help either except antibiotics and steroids, which is a very common conventional go-to practice. You know, it's like if you're having aches and pains and, and a high fever, we just we're going to kind of eliminate these symptoms, but they're not really eliminating the root cause of the disease. So, so he started searching alternative ways of getting healthy because he wasn't, he wasn't um, satisfied with just taking a drug and suppressing a symptom. And, and I think that's where he started learning more and more about um, alternative therapies, supplements, uh, Eastern medications, all types of things that that he sort of has implemented into his clinic and and you see that in the film and it's just it was so successful and it's just so you know it doesn't have the laundry list of side effects that come with it and people you know sometimes go well it's it's not science-based it's not conventional medicine but when you look at what you get with conventional medicine sometimes it's not always the healthiest thing. And if, if Mother Nature can help you out, then it just seems like all around um, the person, the animal is going to be healthier. So so he found it, you know, through his own personal life experience. And if you saw him, and he's in his 70s, he looks, he has the energy of a 16-year-old, and he looks amazing. He does. Like you, would, you would not believe it. If, if he you, does. If you spent an hour with Marty, you would know that he's doing something right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to um, also bring up that it is a, a combination of the conventional medicine where appropriate with what he does in terms of giving the the body the opportunity and the help to heal itself with the with the different um, regimes that he that he suggests or he he uses in his practice. So it's it's a combination of those two things. And I, when watching the film, one of the things I was struck by, and it's something that I have come to on my own, and I think a lot of other people as well, is if the body can heal itself, then you should give the body every opportunity to heal, heal itself. If it's beyond our immune system's ability, then that's a different story. But I've always been of that mind for as long as I can remember. I want my body to heal itself because at the end of the day, it will be a more lasting um, cure for whatever it is that, that, that ails me. So that, that just seems Absolutely. logical, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, yes. And, and of course he uses antibiotics. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not that he wouldn't. If, you're, if you bring in a dog with Lyme's disease, he's going to use antibiotics right. and, you know, or trauma. There's, there's a lot of great conventional medications to use. So he, he is, he went to Cornell. He's definitely conventionally trained, but he's also learned less is more. If you can, as you just said, heal the body naturally, 
your body will be stronger because of it. One of our reminder listeners, we're speaking with the director of the new film, The Dog Doc, and that would be Cindy Meal. And you can find out more about the film by going to dogdocthefilm.com. And it is opening here in Los Angeles on on uh, March 20th, the Lemley Royal here in Los Angeles, March 20th. Sorry, we're actually in three theaters in Los Angeles. Oh. At the Lemley Royal and the Play... Oh the, gosh, pl- the Playhouse 7? The Pasadena Playhouse 7? Yes, that sound we're right? in Pasadena and we're in Encino. Also at, at a Lemley. That would sound like the Lem- Lemley. and Encino as well. So that- we're opening on the 20th in three Los Angeles uh, theaters, which we are so excited about. Okay, great. Oh, Lemley. Great. Yeah, they're all Lemley, and they're all great theaters. It's a great uh, a great experience. Are you out here for any Q&As? Yes, yes. I'm a, I'll be out there. I'll be at the Royal with, with Dr. Marty, and Richard, Dr. Rick Palmquist is an L.A. vet who's actually in the film. Yes. And he's going to be there Friday night, and uh, Dr. Palmquist is with me Saturday night. I'll be there Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and then Marty will be back for um, Saturday afternoon, two screenings in the afternoon with me. Fantastic. So, wow. Wonderful. I'm out on the weekend. Wonderful. Well, let's talk a little bit about the logistics of the documentary. You are in the Smith Ridge Clinic. You are following not only Dr. Marty Goldstein around, but you're following around the people on his staff. Not only are they good people, but they're interesting, and they uh, there's sort of a, there's a lot of interesting contrast to the look of the staff, and it's predominantly women. Uh, and I, I just thought it was I thought it was a wonderful uh, array of people, but their commitment is so it just pulls your heart right out of your chest to watch these people um, do what they do and how they as they refer to their patients, they love their patients, and when something starts to go wrong or whatever. However, the, the, the journey that their patients are on, they're on it with them. And it's just a wonderful, it's just a wonderful experience. Tell me a little about gaining the trust and sort of working around them in making the dog doc. Uh, it, it was, it was such an emotional and amazing experience because we became so involved uh, with this clinic and knowing all the doctors and all the techs. And, and it's true. These people were really amazing and I have to admit, after being Marty's patient for so long, I was I was a little nervous to go into this clinic, and I didn't really know the techs. You know, I didn't really realize what the techs even did, and I didn't know the other doctors that well. So, so I'm thinking I'm going to just pull the lid off this. I mean, they literally let us go into any room, the surgery room, anywhere we wanted to film uh, for three years, and. And to my surprise and delight, I was much more impressed, and I was already impressed, but much more impressed when I left there than when I even started because I just didn't realize the the depth of dedication and and talent of, of these doctors. And I lived through these things with them of, you know, just really some some serious cases and then some just, you know, they see puppies too. So it wasn't all... Um, grim, but it, it, but it's always emotional because if you're an animal lover and a, a dog owner or a cat owner, you, you feel it when someone comes in and it's like having a child that doesn't feel well, you know, there's yeah. a whole emotional thing of this, this being can't speak to me and I know something's not right. And so we would live through the highs and the lows with everybody. And yeah. I guess the, yeah. the doctors, I guess they trusted me because of Marty, because Marty was 
loved Buck so much, the film. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I came to him and said, you know, what I really want to do is, is tell people, you know, about another way to look at medicine and, and what you do with animals because it's so successful. Um, anyway, I, I, and I, I did try to, to film a lot of the other side, go to other clinics, but I couldn't get other people to talk to me. Some people might say they dispute alternative therapies, but no one would go on camera and actually dispute it. So some people might think, well, it looks very positive to this clinic. It's, it's honestly not, you know, that I didn't try to get a totally other picture, other side, but then at the end of the day, it's very invasive to take a film crew into a working clinic and, the fact these people let me do it for three years shows the dedication of that they believe in this type of medicine, if you, you ask me. Point out a couple of the patients, and you can name any of your favorites here, but Mulligan was mm-hmm. a terrific story. There's The one that broke my heart is Waffle. That was, you know, it was a lot of ups and downs with Waffle. So he's, he was... He was a trooper, and his his mother was just so great. You know, everybody was, was so dedicated with waffles. Yeah. Well, and the thing about it is, it, it is, it is, it it's the reality of working in a clinic where where animals who come in there, the patients that come in there, most of them are at risk. To it's a it's kind of an uphill battle from the beginning for a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them. And so you're going to, it's it's just a lot of ups and downs in terms of the individual journey that some of these patients are on. And most of them come out on the on the good end, um, but every once in a while you get one that isn't going to. But how much life did uh, was the clinic and Dr. Goldstein and his staff able to provide for those who, who um, you know, who weren't as fortunate let's put it that way it's it's just a it's a film that you god you just can't help but just want to wrap your arms around it is such a such a wonderful experience cindy so um thank you so very much for for the film and um look forward to uh, seeing you out here in on the on the west coast starting on uh, march 20th at, as you mentioned the lemley royal on the 20th of March, and also we'll be playing at the Playhouse 7 in Pasadena and the Encino Town Center in uh, in Los... Well, it's Encino. <laughs> and Encino, yeah. yeah. So, well, I hope to see you. Thank you so much. Uh, well, and, and I hope everybody comes out and, and you know, sees it, because it won't be streaming until late summer. So yeah. it's, this is the only place to see it right now is just in theaters. Right. Well, I want to let our audience also know that if you love Buck... And I don't know who didn't. I, I I turned it on to my sister, and she still talks about it to this day. She brings it up to me. If you've Aww. seen Buck, you know what we're talking about when we talk about the dog doc. And there's just a couple others because uh, you are an executive producer as well as the director of many films uh, for The Birds, which I loved. I absolutely loved that film. Huh? Uh, Thank you. Yeah, the Trapped, which is another great film uh, about women and women's rights, Unbranded, um, and The Wall in the River, and so many others. And congratulations for not just your own directorial work, but for being uh, such a wonderful producer for, and allowing other filmmakers to spread their wings. Has Rewind been in theaters, or did I miss it somehow, or is it coming out? Rewind is going to be coming out. Um, right after the dog doc, it's going to be at IFC on the 27th. Uh, also, a not to be missed film, which I was executive producer on, yeah. and it's 
it is, I, I just can't say enough about how I think every person on this planet should see this film because it's, it's such an important film. Well, Cindy Meal, thank you so, so very much. I'm so happy you were able to come back and spend some time with us and all the best on all your projects moving forward and see this film, The Dog Doc, uh, here in Los Angeles and uh, wherever, wherever it appears in your community if you happen to hear, be hearing the sound of our voices. So thank you again. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure to be here and, and so appreciate it. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.